You're listening to Cool and Unusual Punishment Presents Chosen. This is episode eight. My name is Tyler. New year. Same great wife. (laughs) Jody, how are you? Guess what? I'm Gucci. Excellent. You're going to be using Gucci a lot this new year. Yeah, because I have to be like five years behind mm-hmm. when that was cool to use. Jody, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we are going to be talking about budgets, money asks. We're going to pivot to a different direction and we're going to start looking at the finances for this place. And when I say this place, I'm referring to Valleybrook Church during a very specific period of time that led up to an investigation into spiritual abuse in 2015. What they're doing right now is not reflected in this podcast. Anyway, this is going to be about money. Some of it is not just numbers. And if you want to take notes as you're listening to start comparing them, you can go for it. And then we're going to kind of look into some of the the various asks for money over the years and um, some of the like appeals and language of the appeals. That sounds Gucci. (laughs) Jeez. So let's go back to 2008, 2009. And that's when I... These are the first budgets that I have access to. These aren't something that was just given out. You, I believe, had to be a member to get this kind of information. Um, What were you doing in 2008? I I was in my freshman year of college. Um, I thought I was going to be a studio art, a practicing artist. How does that make you feel? (laughs) Like every once in a while? Like... 2008, I might have been about to go through a divorce, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but those are very significant years. Yeah. They were significant for both of us. They were formative. Yeah. It is just sobering when you say things like that, though. (laughs) Okay. 2008, 2009, Uh, these numbers are the same for both years, and I'm just sort of looking at... a couple of categories okay total ministries that's things like ministry expense communications um different groups like that is pulled into this okay that's one hundred and nineteen thousand dollars per year for those two years Uh okay so two years this is like top level operating costs Mm -hmm. 119,000 something like that well it's ministry costs Operating costs is its own thing. I see. So ministry, like some of the things they have listed as next gen adult ministries. So it's all those groups, you know, operations includes things like utilities, facility maintenance, furniture, insurance, mortgage, salaries. So the total operations budget is $591,000. It's a good size number. Of that, 371000 of it in 2008, 2009 was for salaries. 
which was six full-time employees, six part-time employees. That's for a total budget of $710,000 per year for those two years. Okay. That a big number all in all though, certainly. Yeah, when you think of tithing I and I guess yeah, I'm always picturing the collection plate that has like crunched up ones going around on it. Hard to raise that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So I put these all in order of like budgets, but then asks were kind of sandwiched in. Um, so this came out at October eleventh of twenty eleven. Okay. Um, and this is going to be ahead of the 2010-2011 budget. I don't have a letter that preceded the 2008-2009. Um, sorry, should I know what asks are? I mean, an ask is just uh, ask for money. Like you're asking the congregation? Yeah. Like, like we want to do these things? Yeah. This is what it would cost? Yep. Oh, okay, And gotcha. like um, updates on where things are going and like what's been done and what's remaining for money that they need kind of stuff like that. So like some places will have like a huge capital campaign of some kind okay. and then they'll do several asks within that to like, you know, generate interest in whatever. It's the NPR like pledge drive. Mm -hmm. cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. All right, so this was October 11th, 2011. Dear Valleybrook member, as you heard Greg Mitchell announce recently during our services, our annual meeting is coming up Sunday, October 23rd. Our meeting has been something to look forward to each year as we celebrate together what God has done. As Greg told you, this year's story is something extra special, not only the money that God provided for the Valleybrook community, but the money that we were able to send throughout the conduit of blessing as well. So it, this letter goes on to explain that one of the things that they have to do at the annual meeting is approve those budgets. So okay. like if you're an actual member of the church, which if you recall, like we had an episode where we looked at like the class and that sort of thing you had to do to be like quote, an official right. member. Um, you can vote then to approve or not approve. Yes. Okay. So with these letters that they would get ahead of like the budget year, you would get a copy of the budget. This letter goes on to say, we will approve this budget by a vote of the membership during the meeting. With the growth of our church and all of our ministries, our budget is growing as well. We praise God for all that he is doing at Valleybrook. One exciting note, you will notice that we were able to save $20,000 last year to apply to this year's budget. That will give you a small hint of the news to come. And then this also mentions confirming some overseers, which they do at the annual meeting. So they would send that with the budget, let people get a look at the budget, and then you come to the meeting, and now you're going to vote on the budget. So this budget, if we want to think about this in terms of what we've been talking about, is probably just the entry point for things getting a little weird. Okay. Total ministries is 117,000, which is two grand less than it was. Yeah. The total operations budget is only 543,000, which is down from 591, which was a total budget of 660,000. And salaries 
at 363000 Okay, so know. trimming the budget a bit in yeah. over like two or three years. Well, I, th- I assume they're not raising $700,000 with collection plates. Like, are there other things you do to raise money? Yeah, I mean, people donate way outside of that. And also, I mean, just to give you an indicator, um, let's remember that churches are nonprofits, which means what? They are tax-free. Tax-exempt, yeah. Okay. On this particular budget, at the top, there's a part called assets. So the assets of the buildings and equipment at Valley Brook is $1,140,564. If you've ever been on that particular block of Barstow, that is very prime real estate. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And it's not just one building. Yeah, and I didn't realize until we Mm -hmm. talked about it that they own more than just that theater. Yeah. Uh, A brief side note, I would love to know more about that, and I just don't have more to know about it at this time. So maybe somebody out there listening, uh, I'm definitely aware of which buildings it is, but maybe I'm just interested in knowing how that all came to be, because that's a lot. Uh, Total cash reserve, $29,000. Nine hundred and seventy-one dollars, and there was zero dollars in a loan, so their total assets are one million one hundred and seventy-three thousand. Which that number is surprising to me. That's quite a bit of money. And if you think about this, that was back in twenty ten. Now you think of property values and stuff. That's probably considerably higher now. I suppose you you. Because you're asking if someone knows. I suppose you don't know yet, like when they accrued these places around them. Um, it, I be- here's what I think. Okay, so this is just asterisk. I believe that was all acquired at the same time. Oh, I see. Yeah. And what I, my assumption is that the old theater was like the thing that was hard to move. Uh, sure, that makes sense. Especially then, you know. Although I don't know what kind of uh, disrepairs it was in. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, if you listen to Lugan Build, uh, the State Theater is another thing that you feel like, well, there should be, you know, now that's prime real estate. Well, yeah, but that place is completely trashed, you know, with its plumbing and stuff like that. So I don't know. A hell what of an of- electric bill from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's right. Okay, so we're to May 2012. There's going to be a special member meeting that they are addressing in this letter. Um, We will discuss in detail plans. This is because the overseers have been planning, praying, and looking over bids and quotes for two different projects. So this was outside the norm, right? And they need to have a special member service so that they can tell people what the plans are, answer questions. Um, There's going to be a proposal for you, the members, to vote on. So we hope you can join us. And they're going to have pizza. (laughs) (laughs) 
maybe this isn't anything remarkable, but I guess right now I'm just kind of impressed that like the democracy of it, that mm-hmm. the the parishioners are the ones who are deciding this ultimately. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you will become very disappointed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not necessarily in this episode, but because people probably felt that way you did. <laughs> right. There was Perhaps the occasion to misspend the money a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You know. At the annual meeting last fall, we reported that most of the building repairs and updates that we as members voted to do last summer had been completed and God provided over $90,000 to do the work. We did not have to borrow one single penny When God provides, it develops our faith, and it's in that faith that we move forward. It was also reported at the annual meeting that the remodel of the lower office and children's ministry area was put on hold because we found issues with the roof over the auditorium, and we needed to get more information before we moved forward. The rest of this letter will explain what we found. First of all, the sky is not falling, so when you are worshiping in our auditorium, you can keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Look, they have fun. There were small areas, maybe eight of them, that were starting to cave in. Oh, boy. Okay. Last fall, the Blessings in Blue Jeans guys went up into the attic of the auditorium. (laughs) Took two by sixes and very long wood screws and beefed up these areas. They then laid four by eight sheets of plywood on top of the roof over the worst areas to help distribute the weight of the snow. At this point, the worst thing that could happen is that there would be one of these little roof cave-ins and we would get water damage in the auditorium. Wow. This is a lot of detail. Yeah. We set them up there with wood and nails and we said, do God's work up there. Look, worst case scenario, here's what would happen. (laughs) sometimes like tonight especially i think to myself wouldn't it be fun to just switch roles for a night i want to just get to crack lies over over there (laughs) here's another situation that we are very happy to report on sunday mornings the current layout of the building across the street that we did not remodel is not working very well for the children's ministry because God is blessing us with lots and lots of children. Overseers, staff, children's ministry directors have been meeting and talking about how to best utilize the lower office children's ministry area of our church. A big thanks to Dave, who is an architect, for his expertise and generosity in putting together plans for the children's ministry area. This area, once remodeled, should give us room to grow for the next five years. Details of these plans will be shown at the meeting. So this is a little heads up, okay? And then this next letter comes after that special meeting. Okay, at our, this was June 18th, 2012. At our membership meeting on May 20th, the members voted to replace the roof over the auditorium and to remodel the first floor of our office building, which houses the children's area for K through fifth grade. Initially, we sent a letter to members explaining the condition of the roof. Yep running out of space issue. At the recent meeting, members voted to leave about one month's worth of cash reserve and savings and use the rest. 
approximately $51,000 for these two projects. We also agreed to use as much as our line of credit as needed to do both of these projects. Right now we have $100,000 line of credit. This leaves a balance of $30,000 needed to complete these projects. We decided to keep Valley Brookers informed of God's provision for these projects through a series of letters this summer. We will also provide current updates in the church program and through Valleybrook E-News. This letter is to inform you of both the opportunity to help financially and to physically be a part of the construction this summer. We are asking you to pray and consider giving financially for this remodel project a gift above your monthly tithe. Enclosed is a special envelope designed for this project that you could mail in or drop an offering any Sunday during the services. It's been a long time since Valleybrook Church has taken on a project of this size. In the past, it has been a very positive thing for our community as we have come together to pool our time and resources. So there's that letter. You can see then that people would have gotten that ask. Yeah. You know, here's another one. And they called this Raise the Roof. <laughs> you know what? What else are I'm they going to call I'm charmed by it? a lot of this. <laughs> I know. I remember once we were at a meeting for a very different story a long time ago, and it was for a somewhat problematic group. We were both we both started to talk at the same time, and while you were saying, I think this is a cult, I was saying, I think these guys are all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so good that we met each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is July 31st, same year, 2012. A lot has happened this month with our Raise the Roof remodel project. We have seen over 100 people show up to destroy walls and ceilings. Large dumpsters have been filled in just a few hours with all the help we have had. God has not only provided the manpower needed for phase one to be completed, but over the past month, over $20,000 has been donated. And remember, they needed 30. So that's an impressive amount of money in a month. Thank you for your commitment of hard work and for financially supporting these improvements to our buildings. And all of these letters are coming from the overseer team, just to remind everybody. Whenever you take on a construction remodel like this, you expect to run into some snags, things that you weren't expecting. This is what we have come across so far. <laughs> I mean, some of this I just want to read because I'm kind of... yeah. When the risers were removed in the far back room of the kids' area, you could see water that was leaking into the building from the alley. Oh. The outside wall of the building needed to be tuck-painted to seal it up to stop the leaking. We feel blessed that even in the dryness of this summer, God allowed us to see this problem before new sheetrock and carpet were installed. Number two, in getting plan approval from the city of Eau Claire, we found out that we can't do the electrical work ourselves. We have to hire a master electrician. The second one makes me laugh because, like, even in an apartment building, like, if you want to put in a ceiling fan or whatever, <laughs> you have to... open the wall up and then we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> we don't know how to do electricity. Yeah, you I thought you know. it'd be easy. I thought there'd be buttons back here. <laughs> Three. Now that the ceilings are gone, it is very easy to tell that the old heating ductwork is in poor leaky condition. We're getting quotes right now for new ductwork to improve the efficiency of our heating and cooling system. So this is like a huge... <laughs> when when we scan these in, you're going to see like 
this letter at the That's, bottom there's scaffolding yeah like, do oh, you there's see? pictures yeah there's pictures on this yeah one. they were doing some serious work god blessed us with a lemon <laughs> look you said this is gonna be a dry episode i'm just trying to punch it up a bit yeah well i thought it might be a bit on the dry side but so far it's not you know it's just it's the calm before another juicy storm As we move ahead, it's very important that we realize as a community that it isn't just about fixing up a couple of buildings. God has more that he wants to do than just that. We look forward to what God wants to show and teach us in this process. We know that this all happens in his timing. Right now, if we use the whole $100,000 line of credit, we are still about $20,000 short to pay for both projects. I suppose because now they've discovered... Yeah office, children's area, and the auditorium roof replacement. This means that we can't tell the roofing contractor to go ahead until God provides at least that much more. Please keep praying for God's provision. Right now, we as a church are in this awesome position of being dependent on God. If God wants the roof, then he will provide. There's a lot of pressure. (laughs) Here's a question each of us could be asking ourselves. Do you believe that God is a sovereign? If you do, do you believe that our God, who has the universe at his disposal, could not only provide $20,000? Passive aggressively (laughs) invoking God. Like, do you want God to be a cheapskate? But actually provide everything we need (laughs) so that we don't even have to use the $100,000 line of credit. Let's take this a step further. Do you believe that any of you reading this letter could be the one God chooses to flow this money through? If he does pick you, resist the temptation to buy a house on a lake. You will hate the property tax bill and the upkeep. (laughs) Thanks again. So here we go. 2011-2012 annual budget. This is the budget that they were referencing. Of course, now they're going outside all of that a little bit, you know, with all these other things. But that one was total ministries, 142,000. Which is significantly up from 117,000. Sorry, this is the year after? This is 2011, 2012. Okay. So this has all been kind of circulating in yeah. this two year period of time. Now we have six full time, eight part time. It's up to 409,000. Total operations, 598,000. The total budget for 2011, 2012 is $740,000. But they had twenty thousand left over from that those previous two years, so it's seven hundred and twenty thousand. All right, now we're into twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, and this is the first time that you see these listed out. But I will tell everybody. I mean, of course, we're going to scan all of this in. It's going to become important to know that these budgets are like one page, very simple. They're not going to stay that way, and you will probably be able to assume why. But, like, at this point, it's very general. We're not going into communications. What is that? Like, it's communications, 12 grand a month. What's in communications? So, both years, it's 142000 a year, which that's the same as the previous two years. The operations budget in 2013 
is 623,000, which is up from the 598. All right. But we're down to five full-time, eight part-time. And those budgets are 414,000. And then in 2012, it's 409,000. Budgets for 2013 are 765,000 and then 740,000. Okay. We're moving along. Okay. January 28th, 2014. We are definitely now in the unusual period of time at this church. Okay. Well, let's, let's recap then. Cause so far budget's been going up a, a bit generally, but it wouldn't be unusual if they were a growing church. I assume like it's not, it's a trend line, but it's not, uh, yeah, it's anything. Not, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Valley Brook members. It's really exciting to be able to come to you and share the wonderful things God has been doing all around us. Let's go to our family's, our family's budget. Definitely has never been referred to as such in any other letter until this one. Financially, we are walking in a midst of time that we have not had to navigate for many years. Since our current fiscal year began in September... Our weekly giving is trailing our budgetary needs by a total of $25,000. Wow. That's specifically talking about the... Mm -hmm. This is a bigger church than I think I I realized. Or richer. Okay. Yeah. uh, That's that's serious weekly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. This means that our giving is $25,000 below what we budgeted to at this point. For some of us, it's the first time as overseers we've seen the finances take a downward turn of this sort. We are not under duress, worry, or stress. However, it is our responsibility to bring this information to you so you too are aware of our family's budget. I mean, that is the interesting thing about the budgets. When they present them to people and they vote on them, you are voting on saying you are okay with what's being spent. But there's nothing in those budgets that exactly explains how people are. Yes. Because it's mostly just people. Like, that's a lot of money a year for people. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, if you, yeah, if you're voting on budgets, if you're planning budgets, you probably have to plan around an expectation of such, so much money coming in. You're kind of dependent on a consistent source of, of donation. And if that changes, that could. Probably cause problems. Yeah. Yeah. As you've heard from stage on Sundays, God faithfully provided the resources for us to complete an extensive project without needing to incur debt. But not only did he not have us go into debt, he made sure we didn't have to exhaust our cash reserves in the process either. You see, in the abundant years, we were able to build up an emergency fund. And in light of us being behind budget, we now need to utilize those dollars. In addition, we've needed to suspend certain budget outflow fundings, and our pastors and staff unanimously agreed to place themselves under a self-imposed spending freeze. These three ways to make up for the budget's inadequacy we know are only temporary fixes. Truthfully, we are confident that the same God who met our needs through the remodel project will meet our needs where we are at today. He will provide just as he was able to provide for a 411 South Barstow. And that provision came in the form of obedience of our Valley Brook family. And so we can be part of his plan. 
He has and he will provide again and again and again. We can respond tangibly to his invitation and join together as a community to be part of something bigger, and that's something we can celebrate. As we faithfully watch as God guides us through this season of financial dependence, we've decided it would be a good opportunity for each of us to briefly share what the role of tithing and giving has looked like in our lives. Starting this Sunday and then for four consecutive weeks, you'll hear from each of us as we share what the journey in tithing and giving has looked like in our lives. So it sounds like the sermon is now starting to eat its own tail. Like the, the service is starting to be about why it's important to give to the service. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm reading that there's some desperation. Yeah. May 25th, 2014. We want to tell you what's happening to our finances at Valley Brook. I did skip a couple of paragraphs, so it doesn't just start that way. In January, we made you aware that we were $25,000 behind our budget. This is the May following. This is like four months later? Yeah. Okay. By the end of that month, we fell another $8,000 for a total of $33,000 behind. We had just finished the remodel that we were able to pay cash for, and we have no debt. This was very unusual for January. Our staff went into a cost containment attitude, and we had a reserve to continue to pay all the salaries and bills, no frills, not even bottled water for meetings. Even with the containment, there was not panic in the staff or worry. At the end of February, $5,000 more than was budgeted came in, reducing the shortfall to $28,000. Then March came. One Sunday in March set an all-time giving record of, are you ready for this? $35,000. That is bonkers. (laughs) And by the end of the month, another record was sent, that being the largest single giving month at Valley Brook, totaling $96,000. Wow. By the end of April, our $33,000 budget deficit was wiped out. God's love of Valley Brook and his faithfulness to our obedience to what he has called us to be as a church is on full display for all to see. That's a crazy number <laughs> to, to like, uh, like a letter, like guys, like budget problems, like we're all doing our best. Let's see what God does. And, and, and $90,000 in a month. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Valleybrook church budget, 2013, 2014 ministries for both those years remain steady at 142,000 salaries. There's six full time. Seven part time, four hundred and fourteen thousand, four hundred and nineteen thousand total operations for twenty thirteen, six hundred and ten thousand total budget was seven hundred and fifty five thousand. So it's climbing a bit still, but like nothing shocking. But you know, well, we can't exactly get into the extent of the scandal with the finances because that's coming up. Uh But in that report that came out, there was a suggestion that an audit be done of Valley Brook Church. Yeah. And that was done. And this budget, I believe, comes as a result of that audit. 
Because look how many pages this is, front and back. It's like six pages. Okay, so this is this is twenty fifteen. This one is like the majority of your stack of papers. Yeah. Okay. Someone took a a more fine tooth comb to to these finances, perhaps this year. Yeah. So, you know, when I said like. What are those communication costs and stuff? Right. Well, this is when you're going to get some of that. And I'm going to read some of this. So this is where their money was going in these years, okay? Valley Brook Church proposed missions budget, local missions, Apple Pregnancy Care Center, $100 a month, Salvation Army Care Link, $100 a month. Christian Service Brigade, $300 a month. And that one is a multi-year discipleship and skills program for boys. There's somebody who they must be connected with through the church. Bill leads our local chapter and serves as the North Regional Director for which he raises his own support. Sojourner House is a shelter, $100 a month. Good News Jail and Prison Ministry, $500 for the year. Lighthouse Youth Center, $50 a month. That's ministry to youth in downtown Eau Claire. Navigators Campus Ministry, $50 a month. InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, $50 a month. Then there's Regional Missions. Converge Great Lakes, $200 a month. Converge Great Lakes is the affiliation of churches that Valley Brook belongs to and has stood by us, especially this past year. Especially yeah. when, like, previous to this, they were on the verge of, like, not even being part of it anymore, thanks to Doug. You think a converged person had a hand in that budget this year? <laughs> Global Missions. Ted and Nita Bukowski, Albania, $700 a month. Partnering with the House of Prayer Tirana. Tirana. These guys are in Albania doing work, and they're giving them $700 a month for it. Teamwork Africa. $50 a month, eyes that see $100 a month. Okay, this is the profit and loss budget overview, September 2015 through August 2016. So ordinary income and, and expenses, general fund is $385, rent income is five grand. So they have a building on Omaha Street because it's referenced here that they rent out and they make $5,000 a month on it. So I was going to go back to the tax thing again, but I'm just going to move off of that. So that's a gross profit of $390,000 and their expenses total that exact same amount. And that's through all of the groups Worship services, community outreach, ministry expense accounts, staff and leader development missions, on planned expenses, payroll expenses down to 193000 So there's no net income. There's nothing. It's just money in, money out. Yeah. Okay. Which, you know, is a lot more detailed than the other ones are showing and feels a lot more deliberate. This next thing, I'm not going to go through it all, but like I was saying, oh, okay, it goes through adult ministries. Well, this breaks it down even more. Like they 
go into stage decoration, weekend supplies, leader appreciation, guest speakers. Like they break it down line by line what everything is being spent on. And also that's a much smaller budget, 391. So December 17th, 2014. Dear Valleybrook family, the overseers of Valleybrook Church send you our warmest Christmas greetings. As Doug and Nate said in their December 7th message, quote, 2014 has been an incredible year in the life of our church. It has been a time of love that humbles, a time of love that gives and takes away, a time of prophetic love, and a time where we've seen love knit together families. 2014 has been a year of rapid change. We've seen changes in our staff, our overseer team, and in you. We've experienced growth and bonding everywhere like we've never seen before. We even changed our church charter and became a fully independent interdenominational church. Now, this is right before. This would be, that would be in relation to Converge. Yeah. This is them like, hey, we. We don't need you guys. We cut the umbilical cord. Yeah. Okay. Like Converge had to also make that decision and thank goodness they hadn't yet. Otherwise, there would have been no report. No. I see. Yeah. It's only because there was still a higher power, you know? A higher power, you say? (laughs) Mm -hmm. We recognize change can be difficult. Through it all, your church staff and overseers have, above all, sought to be obedient to the leading of God, no matter where he leads us. He has blessed us richly. We have seen people get well in miraculous ways, wounded, pure, rejection exposed, and many other ministries have helped Hundreds break denial, confront pain, and begin on the path to healing. We've continued to be a conduit of blessing locally and around the world. Valleybrook family members have set up permanent residence in Albania to bring a message of God's hope and healing to those desperately in need. Valleybrook continues to be a house of prayer. Your overseer team began praying for the sick after services. This has yielded remarkable fruit. Other teams continually hold up our pastors and leaders in prayer. We can promise that prayer has never been a bigger part of Valleybrook life. We can also promise you that our staff has been faithful and responsible with the funds you have provided. To date, our giving is $18,000 under what we projected. Our staff went through a significant belt tightening process in our last fiscal year, and if giving continues to fall short of budget, they will again be ready to make the necessary decisions. 2015 will undoubtedly be a year of more change and we will seek the Lord's will In obedience. We will go where he tells us to go and do what he tells us to do. Thank you for being part of this family. So you can see the trajectory of where this started. It it will be a fun visual for everybody to look at, you know, just the very, very, very base 2008, 2009 budget. And then, of course, everything happens, and then they feel obligated to provide uh, a much more detailed one. And then in the midst of all that, we can see a shift in language. Well, also, it's not until that last email in 2014 that anybody even feels obligated to be like, by the way, we've been real responsible with the spending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, more to come on that. So this is just an idea of what it looked like for people at the church as they progressed along and you know got asked for money to do special projects and then 
2014 is very much the year to me where you can see a, a shift in language change and how these letters like were written to people and stuff like that. So yeah. no, that's a good baseline too. Cause I didn't, I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that donations from the congregation would be in the thousands per month. Like that's, yeah, it's, it's good to know, have an idea of what this church is capable of raising <laughs> like in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned. There's a lot more to come on the money side of things as well as some other stuff. So we have many episodes left. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for listening. Gucci. Chosen is presented by Cool and Unusual Punishment. Research and interviewing by Jody Haas, with editing and mixing by Tyler Haas. Our theme music for this series is by Zavely. You can find more music by him on Apple Music. Just search for Zavely, X-A-V-L-Y. This podcast is a proud member of the Nerd and Tie Network, a coalition of Wisconsin-produced shows that you can find at nerdandtie.com. You can also join the discussion in the forums at nerdandtie.social. You can reach us directly by sending us a message on our Facebook page or by emailing us at mail at coolandunusualpunishment.com. You can find links to all of these things and more in our show notes by visiting our website, coolandunusualpunishment.com. It's the calm before another juicy storm. (laughs) 